1: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. My name's Rodney, and joined by Skype is Cole. <laughs>
0: joined by Skype. How you doing, Cole? I'm doing really good. I'm excited for today.
1: Yeah, today we're going to talk about some RTS games, and for you nubs out there, real-time strategy. Because you know what? There's all these gaming analogies thrown out, and no one actually knows what it means until you Google it.
0: I know, I didn't know RTS until, like, recently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or um, RNG. That was one. I, I Will's like, I have no idea what RNG actually means. And I just like literally came to the conclusion. I was like, oh, it's a random number generator. He's like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. I'm like, yeah.
0: I feel like I've heard that, but I didn't know what it meant when you said it either.
1: Well, yeah, because it uh, it's if it's a random thing, it's uh, computing numbers, right? So it'll randomly generate a number and then whatever that num- number is will give you whatever odds. Right. I would
0: rather say RNG than randomly generated numbers. I know, it's, uh, yeah,
1: a random number <laughs> generator or whatever, yeah. Anyways, okay, <laughs> back on topic here. We're going to talk about RTS coming up right now. Right now. Right. All right, so RTS, i played played... Uh, not a whole lot of RTS in my day, but I definitely played uh, my share of uh, Command and Conquer and those type of games. But uh, Cole, you seem to be the expert on this topic here.
0: Uh, yeah, I love RTSs. I feel like you're in the middle ground where uh, you either love RTSs and you play a bunch of them, or it's not your game and you don't like it. Like I know a ton of people don't like uh, turn-based or slower-moving games, which RTSs can sometimes be. But if you if you find the right one, it can be super high-paced, really. Get your heart pounding and your fingers moving. So, uh, I love them. I'm such a big fan.
1: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm more of a fan of turn based, actually, myself, because it gives me more time to kind of think my, think out my strategy. My RTS strategy skills are just awful. Like, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Like, um, Command and Conquer, I I would just rage if, like, my, my strategy got thwarted by the computer or by a, a player.
0: Yeah, I, I, the first RTS I played was, um, Age of Empires, the first one. And, uh, it was actually my friend of mine, his dad played it all the time. So I'd go over to his house and his dad would be playing and I was like, what is this game? It's so good. And then uh, I asked my grandma for Age of Empires 2 and she got me the uh, the Golden Conqueror's Edition for Christmas the next year. And I mean, I was like a little kid and I I lost it. That was like one of the best games ever. But I, being a little kid and playing a game like that, like Age of Empires there's so much strategy to it. There's tons of guys on YouTube who, like, talk about the strategy and talk about different tactics and stuff you can do, and I was so bad. I still am really bad. I tried to learn some of these tactics, but it's so, so difficult and so complex that, um... Actually, that kind of makes me sad about at Age of Empires is because in order to be really good and play online, you have to be really, really good at it, or you just lose really bad. It's like, um, StarCraft or StarCraft 2.
1: Yeah, um <laughs> I'm just like uh, you looking at the stats on the internet here. People make like a ridiculous amount of money playing StarCraft professionally. Um and the best the best player in the world I think is a female right now, which is awesome. Um female gamers unite. Um uh, and uh, I'm a dude and I'm saying that, so female gamers unite. <laughs> um and you're going to keep that. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag #female gamers unite. Um but uh yeah, StarCraft is huge, like, huge, huge, huge amount of play, people playing that game. And a lot of money coming out. Um, I can't remember what her name, but she's making, like, uh, 270000 a year. Or something like that is in tournaments. Playing Star- yeah, playing StarCrafted.
0: But StarCraft is where... Because um, StarCraft is considered a sport, I think, in uh, Korea. I think it's... I, I, I don't want to be mistaken, but the the inputs that you do you can do up to six inputs a second so try just test out trying to type out like uh, a six letter word every single second for how long do games last for like half an hour to an hour it's it's crazy the athletic athleticism that those guys have just in their hands is insane so good on anybody who plays it professionally because you have to be pretty good
1: yeah, I'm just looking up Korea's national sport, and I'm actually disappointed that it's not StarCraft. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's Taekwondo, if anyone's wondering. But, uh, oh, yeah. there you go. I
0: yeah.
1: didn't know that. I mean, and then right under that, I'm sure, is StarCraft. Because, uh, the, yeah, them Koreans are really good.
0: Oh, they're crazy. They uh, they have It's like a whole different uh, world out there. You know, it's like it's a very cultural, too. I don't know. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, not like here. Um, There's like... The segregated group of gamers, and then the non-gamers, and they're like,
0: uh, oh, you play video games? It's like, yeah, man. It's a way of life. It's a way of life. It's the way my my fingers move and my bank accounts fill up.
1: I don't know, man. It keeps my brain sharp, too. Like, when I go out and uh, do regular things, like grocery shop, I'll be like, ugh, I'll be on point, because I, uh, I, I play RTS games sometimes.
0: What's the quickest, fastest, most efficient way to do things? I, um... I, I do the same thing, but last time I went grocery shopping, man, it was an absolute disaster. Just the last time. Usually I'm pretty good and I'm on the ball, but I, uh, I wasn't very good last time.
1: Anytime I go to the grocery uh, store and it's a, it's a um, complete and utter failure, usually there's somebody else holding the, holding the reins on that and I'm, I'm just a follower and I'm like, oh, it's all going to, to crap because I'm not the leader.
0: <laughs> this one was all me. I was trying to be efficient, but I was I was not. I had my list on my phone, and I had two shopping carts or two shopping bags in each hand. And, uh, yeah, I was, like, dropping stuff and they were falling all over the place. Just trying to be efficient, so my, my RTS skills didn't travel over. Um, I was saying that I'm always looking for new uh, RTS games to play. Like, you play one for a little while, and you, you get a taste, and you want to try something new. So I just have a list of RTS games that I've really enjoyed in case people are looking for something new to play or i want some uh, want some ideas of a few things so i don't know if you want to jump into that or if you have any Yeah, to sure. Add,
1: can... Let's do that. Um, I need a new RTS game to play and stop playing Clash of Clans, which we'll get to later.
0: Oh yeah, the mobile one. Um, so if you haven't played Stronghold uh, y- you and you're, you like RTSs then you're crazy. Stronghold is like still probably one of the best RTS have ever played uh, stronghold crusader is is top top of the line top art it's a little bit old now I, I wonder I have the I you guys can't see it but I have my my disk copy of it and um, loaded on windows is, 98 it
1: what's that you loaded on Windows 98 it looks pretty old
0: Oh, yeah. But, I mean, they have the remastered edition on Steam. Like, you can get this one on Steam. You can get the original Stronghold, which is really good. I didn't play a ton of Stronghold 2. They changed the whole Stronghold platform. It, it used to play... Um, I, it's so hard to explain the way they, they changed it. Uh, it used to be very open world, and everything was very uh, realistic. So, you have your setting, and you, can, you start with your little castle, and you build your houses for population and then your food and your your weapons and everything like that and then they made a jump where you now have like territories so you each have your own territory and uh you have to like conquer other people's territories and you go up in rank like you start as a like as a peasant and then you move up to an earl and uh um all of the different statues before you actually can become king and you have to earn like following and people's alliances and stuff so they which I think is a good idea but I just loved how simple and rewarding the first ones were so I didn't play a lot of Stronghold Crusader 2 because of how much it changed I love the original so much so I think you should check out the original before you jump and get the second one because usually games they get better as like the second one comes out and the next one and the next one they approve on it but it changed so much that I think you should check out the original. This
1: this game sounds like the basic premise for Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's kind of rather than one... uh, I guess you are kind of one person and you gain trust and followers but you you kind of do that a little bit in the the original one where you build like a a church or you build flowers or um, playgrounds and stuff to to gain um, the trust of your followers and then you can tax them more because they're more happy with stuff you've given them so that they'll pay you more but you can also build like gallows and torture equipment and stuff and then they don't like that, but then you won't have people leaving your town or abandoning you for other things because they they fear you. So there's different different ways you can play. I usually like to play the nice guy because you get way more money playing that way.
1: Yeah, I did that in Fable Three um, when you had to save the kingdom or whatever. I just like bought all the houses and everyone, yep. and then I was just like, hey, yeah, just give me all the money. So it's all going to a good cause. Unlike the actual government, they're just like, yeah, we'll take all your money and then we'll you know increase our pensions. Oh, um, man,
0: that could be a whole topic on its own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> different For all podcast. Of our Canadian listeners out there.
1: Yeah, different different podcast. Um, which we don't currently have. Yeah, um, actually, <laughs> you know what? Podcast. I, I kind of want to, you know, once uh, once we get this going, to start a movie podcast and like a mo- movies now. And oh um, yeah, uh, get anime. I have uh, another one I used to do called Anime Now, but I stopped doing that because I ran out of you know time to do it. So, but yeah, might revive that maybe. So, that'd be cool yeah. I've been
0: trying to watch a little bit more anime recently so uh I'd be down for that
1: I just started watching uh I I put one piece down for a long time because I just can't do like one episode a week and it's like there's basically no plot development it's like you know ugh, it's I, like progresses like it's like five minutes of actual things that progress the plot forward and it's like the rest is filler it's like I can't do that so
0: there's so much filler apparently the writer says he's gonna keep it going for another like 900 episodes or something like oh that oh my god he wants to keep milking it
1: he, he um, yeah it, but if he if he dies like this series is screwed like oh yeah because he's got it all in his head for sure
0: hopefully he's got to write it down somewhere and it's like, it uh, safe uh, or something yeah all right anyways Speaking a little of milking things for money um another one of my favorites uh you might be confused by my reference, but I'll explain. But one of my other favorite RTS's ever was uh, the Lord of the Rings: Battle for Middle Earth. And I say milking for money because of the Hobbits and splitting it into three movies. But again, another another topic for another time. But um, Battle for Middle Earth was um, when I when I was playing Age of Empires as a little kid. I and Star Wars or not Star Wars, uh, Lord of the Rings came out. I was crazy about it. Then I saw that they had an RTS, and I was like, oh man, I want to get this RTS. So I actually ordered it. It was one of the first things I ever ordered off Amazon when Amazon first started. And I remember it coming in the mail, and I went to my mailbox to look for it, and all they gave me was a little key. And I went home, and I wasn't sure what the key was for. And then I realized that larger packages have to go into the bottom part of the mailbox. So I walked back to the mailbox, and I opened it up, and the the box was there, and I brought it home, and I opened it up. And, uh, yeah, this game is... Really, really fun RTS. Actually, the it's really hard to get a hold of. I've been trying to find the second one. I have a copy of the second one right here. I bought this off of um, off of like eBay or, or uh, Craigslist, and it actually didn't come with all the discs in it. It only came with three out of the six discs because you know in bigger games back then you had to put in like all these downloading discs. So I don't actually have it for computer. I only have it for Xbox, and then it's not you can't backwards compatible it to xbox one which really sucks but it's uh it's such a fun uh simple rts again like you kind of start with your your map you have your kingdom you can't build anything outside your kingdom and you have certain slots where you can build buildings so you have like and then you have different sizes so you have like a three building kingdom or a six building kingdom or like a a nine or ten building kingdom and then you have walls around it and you can each other people's walls. So it's not... Some RTSs can get big and messy where you've got all this stuff going on, all this different places. But this is kind of... Everybody has their own spot. And you build up your army and you attack other people's spots and take over. So it's nice and, and crisp and compact, which I really liked about it. And you can have huge armies with uh, all the different... Like uh, Oliphants and Monokil and... Uh, Mon- uh, Mordor had like trolls and orcs and elves so there's everything ends too it's such a good good clash of troops
1: yeah and i i felt um i felt really good playing that game especially because that it came out around the time where um the movies were huge the three the the original lord oh, yeah. of the rings movies were huge so you'd go and marathon those and then you're like man i just want to like lead an orc army or something and then yeah you jump on this and then it just fulfilled all your hopes and dreams
0: Exactly. Oh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's good. And then you could do the Battle of Helm's Deep or Minas Tirith, which is a lot of fun. And they have tons and tons of maps that you could play on. And you could have up to eight people. In the first one, you could have up to eight people. I think on the PC version, you could have up to 12 or something like that. It's so, like a ridiculous amount. But on the, the Xbox, you can only have four, which sucks because uh, I was like, I want more and in the second one in uh if you can get your hands on battle for middle earth 2 and if you can figure it out it is it's so much fun it, it added a lot more freedom where i like the tight compact uh settlements of the first one but this one you can actually expand your territories and free build anywhere so you can build your own your own walls and uh your own turrets on the walls and then you can build your kingdom how you want rather than them having like a a template for you right yeah which is yeah. it was a nice a nice change and i think i don't know i love them i love them both just the way it's laid out is very uh i don't know it's just very crisp and clean for um the game and they were trying to make a third one and there's people who are trying to like partition for a third one but it just doesn't look like it's gonna happen it sucks, well i still mean so much
1: yeah they released that game back in the day when you had to release a finished game and you didn't have you couldn't patch stuff yeah so yeah <laughs>
0: They actually had one DLC for the second one, which was uh, Men of the North DLC, which added a lot of cool stuff for uh, Battle for Middle-Earth 2, so, uh, but yeah, it was a complete game with a bunch of different factions and everything you choose from, so and those th- are those are two good ones. And um, uh, I was going to talk about this one, too, unless you have anything else to add Well, to I was going to say,
1: I'm, I'm actually really shocked this game was really, really good because it was made by EA Games, but... Um <laughs> oh, bring out the burger heal Um, yeah, they had some good games back in the <laughs> back day. in the day, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, no, they're kind of lacking now. I, I feel.
0: Yeah, I think hopefully, Battle Battlefront Two shocked them a little bit enough to to get back on board. And I think other developers saw that and don't want to fall in the same same trap. What was that other
1: game they released like a year or so or two ago? That was like not done. That was like a beta at best.
0: Um, I know which one you're talking about, but I can't yeah, remember. I
1: can't remember. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah. I'm shocked they didn't learn their lesson then. If you Google crappy
0: EA releases, I'm sure you'll find a bunch of stuff.
1: I'll have to wade through the list. <laughs> but here we go.
0: But this was. Yeah, this is a really good one. So um, definitely check out uh, Stronghold Crusader and uh, Battle for Middle-earth 1 or 2. Um, if Stronghold, before Crusader, like the very first Stronghold game was just called Stronghold, it's really fun, but I feel like Stronghold Crusader just took what was really fun and good about Stronghold, and just maximized it, because they added in so much more cool stuff, and um, the whole other... um, uh, What do you... How do you say it? Um, Because it was very um, medieval English uh, history in the original Stronghold, but then they added in the Arabian side with Stronghold Crusader, and uh, yeah, it just opened up a whole new option for for factions and people so those are two a lot of fun games that you can check out
1: and i found it it was uh mass effect andromeda
0: oh yeah Aww. i only played mass effect one and two and everybody was like oh you got to finish the third one to finish the trilogy and it's really fun but uh i never ended up getting around to it no
1: <laughs> i can't remember if i had said this on the air or not. i know we talked about it off the air but uh yeah i played a lot of cleman conquer back in the day for the 64 like i played oh, yeah. ridiculous amount of Command conquer And I played the sequels too on PC. Um, The Rage of... uh, Oh man, it's escaping me. Rage of Nod or something like that. The Revenge of Nod or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, No, the Revenge of Kane. That's what it was. Sorry, the Revenge of Kane. Yeah, that was the third Hmm. one. Uh, Yeah, those games are a lot of fun. But um, and then you know what? Actually, I was gonna bring up Halo Wars as well because when I played Halo Wars two, I played that um, at PAX West. Uh, a couple years ago before it got released, and I, I just got the same feeling as Command and Conquer. I just had this. It, it almost copied and pasted it a little bit, but just got reskinned as Halo. But,
0: yeah, I, since I loved RTS's, I definitely jumped on the Halo Wars uh, wagon, and I liked the first one. I feel like. I don't know, I feel like it was missing something. Sometimes when you play an RTS and it just it just feels like it's missing something. There, There's either ones that just hit it right on the nose and you just fall in love with it and it's so much fun or you just feel like you play it for a little bit and you're like, this is good, but I I don't know. There's there's something missing and I felt like there was something missing in Halo Wars, which is why I didn't get Halo Wars 2. I was like, oh, maybe they they figured it out with Halo Wars 2 or maybe they didn't and I didn't want to spend like 60 bucks on something that they didn't figure out. So uh, hearing you say that, it just kind of feels like Command & Conquer makes me like, whew.
1: I yeah, heard. I after I played the demo at PAX for Halo Wars Two, I downloaded with uh, Xbox Live Gold Halo Wars One and played through it. And yeah, you know what? I had to kind of force myself to finish it, honestly. Um, mm. And it, I didn't feel any different from Halo Wars Two, personally.
0: Yeah, I I want to feel like I outsmarted the the enemy, or I want to feel like my strategy or my tactics worked and I pulled something off where in Halo Wars I just feel like you just kind of build the best troop and then you save up enough money to do like a laser blast and that's it and you just kind of like blast yeah. whatever troops they had and then you just walk in. The the You can get to a point where they just have big stalemates in, in games and I want to, uh, I feel like there should always be some type of strategy you can do and I feel like Halo Wars just didn't have that, that advanced strategy where... Like stronghold, you know, you can have your, your so many different troops your, your like front men and your archers and your siege equipment, but you can also have your, your uh, cavalry, your horse troops, so you can attack in different ways, like keep your siege equipment back and protect it with your, your cavalry, but send in your, your troops and your archers to take out people on their walls or dismantle their, their siege work. I, I don't know. I just feel like you can both on defending and attacking side have so much. Uh, different strategies you can do, like double building your wall and and the amount of towers you build and stuff, where it didn't really have that in in Halo.
1: I was just looking up the multiplayer because I didn't really play the obviously couldn't play the multiplayer for Halo Wars one because I played it like you know ten years after, or not even sorry it got released in two thousand nine. Yeah, I'm from the future, guys. um <laughs> yeah, yeah, I played it like almost ten years after it was released, so obviously there was no multiplayer anymore. So. Um, I'm wondering how that would be for Halo Wars 2, though, now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, because um, playing against a computer and playing against a person obviously are completely different beasts, and yeah, it might oh, yeah. it might be even a little bit more enjoyable if, if the, you're playing against another player.
0: Yeah, um, I think if you guys have played Halo Wars and haven't played uh, uh, Battle for Middle-Earth, the first one is, you know in Halo Wars you have your command base and you can only build certain things in each slot on your command base that's how uh, Battle for Middle Earth was where you had those slots and you can only build certain buildings on those slots so you could either focus on resources or focus on defense and um but you couldn't build like a wall or anything like that like if you're playing online it just depends on who has better troops it doesn't matter on um, how you build your base so yeah, I don't know how much of an advantage or how much of a disadvantage you'd have in playing online with, with people in Halo.
1: Well, if I, if I recall correctly, you can move your base in Halo Wars. Like, you can
0: pack it up and... You can pack it up and fly it.
1: Yeah. So, that's kind of cool. Because going back to Command & Conquer, it's like, do I really want to push A and unfold my factory? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So, oh man, I love Command... I love the Commando, dude. that uh, had a couple of good one-liners in the 64 version you know the guy I've talked about the red hair guy yeah 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 Yeah, he was cool but
0: it's um, it's funny when I was a kid and I used to go to um the video store video station I used to rent N64 games from video station and uh my mom wouldn't let me rent anything that was rated T or M or so I'd always want to rent Conker's Bad Fur Day Right. because I saw there was like the squirrel and I was like oh it's like Donkey Kong or whatever my mom was like no you can't have that and another one I wanted to always rent was Command & Conquer for the N64 but my mom never let me rent it because uh, it was rated T and I was just a youngin', so uh, right. I, I didn't play it for, for the 64 but I did play it uh, for the PC and I've seen gameplay for the 64 and a friend of mine you know when you have that one friend on Steam who always plays like the same game and he like never talks to anybody you just see him like oh, there's the guy playing that same game again. Yeah. I have my friend who only plays Command & Conquer. It's just like he comes on and it's just playing Command & Conquer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I like how uh, I'm going to softly bash our moms. Um, they like <laughs> had absolutely zero idea of what the game was about. They just like made yeah. a judgment of what the title was or the rating, and they're like, yeah, no. Yes, Command. Yeah. I mean, well, like, I mean Conquer's Bad for it. it totally made the right call by being like, yeah, no, you can't play that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, this Command & Conquer wasn't that
0: bad. I uh, the other one I was going to suggest was uh, uh, Kohan uh, Immortal um, Immortal Sovereigns. This game I kind of found by accident, uh, just like looking at the store when I was younger and, and just picking it up. And it was surprisingly a really fun strategy game. And I know they have the second one. I haven't played the second one, but it's on um, it's on Steam. You spell it K O H uh, A N. And then they have 1 and 2, but I played a lot of 1. And it's it's pretty... Uh, it feels like a little bit of um, a lower quality strategy game, but done right. Like I said before, there's some games that hit it and they do really well. And then some games that you feel like it's missing something. This is a game where at first look you feel like, oh man, it's going to be missing something. But once you kind of dive into it and play it a lot more, there's so much to it. And there's so many cool factions and you can have like huge maps and huge battles even for a game that's uh, a lot older there was so much going for it and even um, I really like in strategy games um, the world like there's there's so much that can come with sure your castle and your troops but what kind of world is the game set in and the Kohan world was really cool like lots of monsters running around the field that just kind of belonged to no one and there was dragons and giant trolls and stuff that you could fight and raid their their um caves for gold and stuff to get an upper hand on somebody mm-hmm. else so i love the fact that you could do that in these games so that's that's the one thing though the world in cohan was a lot of fun are you watching the trailer right now
1: um no i have used like command and conquer on steam and i'm like oh my god how have i not typed this in in the in, in the whole time i've had steam so i'm checking it out right now Con- command and conquer red alert three
0: Yeah, that's the
1: one. yeah so it looks cool so far, but I'm only 27 seconds into the video, so I shouldn't make a judgment like my mom would. Buy it. Buy it right now. Yeah, but it's only 20 bucks. Uh, Hey, that's exactly what I paid for the one for the 64 when I bought it. (laughs) 20 bucks,
0: yeah. And I bet you now the one for the 64 is probably, like, quadrupled in price.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, the most expensive 64 game I bought was, like, 40 bucks. Wow. And, uh, Trying to think what it was. Actually, I stole most of my games from from my friends. I was one of those dudes.
0: Do you want to hear the stupidest thing I ever did on N64? This (laughs) this is like... It still haunts me to this day. I, um... So my cousin and I, we both had an N64, and we both had a lot of the same games, right? So we both had, um... Donkey Kong 64, and we both had Super Smash Bros., and we both had Pokemon Snap, and we both had Pokemon Stadium. And, uh his n64 was at our grandma's house so he used to come over to a grandma's house and he used to play n64 and i was like hey we have all these doubles of games we should sell them and then buy more games with the ones that we sell so we went to a pawn shop and we sold like really really good classic n64 games to buy new ones and um they didn't give us very much for these games, which oh, are probably really? worth like a ton of money oh, now. Yeah. But we just sold them at this pawn shop to get a couple other ones. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we got ripped off really hard because we're just like two little kids trying to get more video games, and uh, we got ripped off hard and lost probably a lot of money off of it.
1: um I'm gonna revise my last statement. It wasn't forty dollars. It was thirty. It was Mario Kart. That's what it was. Body. And, and it three. was. It's thirty bucks, and it was used. It was. It oh. was BS. Yeah. It's but enough. but I didn't buy it; my mom did. So not my well, mo- not my money. Um, that Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, and then but you know what? The amount of hours I put into any of my 64 games was like insane. So definitely oh, yeah. got your money's worth back then.
0: Definitely. Um, oh yeah, full like Donkey Kong 64. Man, the amount of time I I would play that again. If I get my hands on that again, I would I would play it right now. Donkey Kong 64. Downloaded on.
1: Yeah, uh, it was on the Wii U. I downloaded it on the Wii U and the camera controls. Maybe you want to throw my Wii U gamepad across the freaking room. Yeah, they were pretty bad.
0: They made the GameCube port. They need to make an N64 port. Give me that N64 port. Oh, they probably
1: won't. They Well, they can't now because Rare's got licensed with Microsoft.
0: Yeah, right there. But, I mean, Donkey Nintendo still owns Donkey Kong. Cause so you, I have all the Rare games for my Xbox. Like, my Xbox, I have the whole Rare collection. But Donkey Kong's not on there. Yeah. Sucks.
1: Yeah, totally. So, I'm just going to comment on this Command & Conquer Red Alert 3 trailer they, they're, like, trying to sell the game with, like, with like sex symbols. So there's, like, all these girls standing there holding, like, all these guns. It's like, okay. <laughs> and they look like they've never held a gun before.
0: I'm looking it up right now, too. Uh, if my thing would load. Mind you, I've up. never held
1: a gun before, because I'm a Canadian, so...
0: What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm a Canadian, and I you've never held a gun before. Actually,
1: no, I'm lying. I'm totally lying. I've Yeah, but another podcast.
0: <laughs> well, I grew up in this tiny little town... And, uh, man, we used to go out shooting guns all the time. I, uh, me and my buddies, we got shotguns and rifles and everything. Uh, Command and Conquer. Command I don't
1: think your RTS skills come in handy for that, though.
0: No, that's my first-person shooter skills. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Oh. Playing first-person shooters does not make you good at no. shooting anything.
1: My mom's so good with a 12-gauge shotgun. Like it, Like, she's, like, terrified of bears. So she's like, but oh, yeah. she just practices like all day long, and she'll just get bullseyes with slugs all day long. And i will be like, "Mom, I think you're good." She'd be like, yeah. "No, man, I need to be ready for when a bear comes." And I'm like, "Just calm down." Like, what right, kind anyways. of bear
0: are you talking about? She just shoots a black bear. Black bears. No, are
1: so no, we're talking about grizzlies.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man, we got that's gonna be funny. I got so many grizzly stories. Growing up on a little farm, I got so much good stuff. Um, the my, my I haven't gotten to my my new recent favorite. Um, rts yet which is if some of you guys have played it i know some of you guys might be on board and some people might be like oh no but it's total war warhammer that's my uh that's my rts choice
1: i haven't played this one so just uh tell me a little bit about it maybe our whoever is listening and hasn't played it either can uh, get filled in as well
0: definitely so total war is like a huge rts um creator like they made like uh all over the place rts's um i'm gonna look up some uh some of them right now but yeah they made like a, uh, let's see total war I think uh total war warhammer is their big one oh yeah total war Rome uh, total war battle kingdoms total war they made like a china and uh, the warhammer if anybody played Warhammer that's like that the game that you paint your figures you put them all together and you paint them and you create the maps and it's very strategic that you play it's like when you go into a nerd shop and there's a bunch of people sitting around a giant castle with little action figures that's Warhammer and as a kid that was like I never played it, the board game but I, I was so interested in it so when they came out with Total War Warhammer it's it's the, the, the uh, tabletop game but on your computer so there's and the game is massive it's huge so there's tons of factions in this huge map that you can play and it's really complex I, I don't suggest you start with Total War if you're kind of getting into um, RTS games and you want to know more about it this is not one to start on it's very thought out and there's so much going on in uh, kingdom upkeep and army building and uh and even like army upkeep like feeding and food and traveling and when to conquer and where to get your your support from there's and alliances and troops over this massive map so it's it's uh if you're if you're um an rts lover and you've been playing for a long time definitely check this out because they're doing something that's really cool, where... So they just released the second one, so there's Total War Warhammer, now there's Total War Warhammer 2, and they you can play both of them together. So even though if you buy the first one and you buy the second one, it, it takes all the armies and all the expansions from the second one and puts them into the first game. Or I guess it takes everything from the first game and puts it into the second game. So in the second one, you get all the factions from the first one. You get the whole map, but it just adds it with the second map to make it even more oh, wow. grand. So And there, it's actually going to be a trilogy, so they're going to make a third part, which is also going to connect to the first two. So you have to have a pretty beefy computer to run this humongous game, but it's it's fantastic.
1: <laughs> um, and then, actually, to, talking about big, powerful computers, um, a lot of R- RTS games are going to the mobile side now. Um. Mm. Just because there's a lot more. I mean, who does not have a phone besides my grandma? Let's be real. And um, she probably has a phone. Like her, like her, Slash her dog Clans has a. YouTube. Yeah, her dog has a phone, but she doesn't have a phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So a lot of RTS games are shifting to the mobile side, so that you don't need that thousand dollar computer to run your game. And yeah, one I was talking about earlier was Clash of Clans. I've been playing Clash of Clans for like five years, <laughs> and I've only spent twenty dollars
0: saving your money yeah and they uh, have enough money i think
1: yeah the only reason i actually spent 20 dollars i was going on a cruise so uh i didn't want people attacking my village for the week that i didn't have cell service so i just bought a weak shield but i needed to get the gems first obviously so yeah put down 20 bucks yeah good stuff started upgrading my town hall at the same time to like town hall like level five at the time i think it was
0: is but. there a way to get the gems without paying? Yes. Or do you have to pay in order? Yes, to
1: it? so we were talking off the air. You haven't played Clash since... Did you play Clash when Clash Wars was a thing?
0: I, I played for about the first two years it was out, I played.
1: I can't remember when... Clash Wars turns four, and this game came out in 2012. So it's 2018. So so you probably just missed it. Mm. Um, but anyways, yeah, so... They've uh, if you clear out bushes in your base,
0: you get the green gems.
1: Sometimes you get gems, but now they've added a whole separate little thing called the uh, the builder base. So you hit a little boat, and then you go to a completely different map with completely different kind of mechanics. Like it's the same kind of it's the same principle in a way, but it's different at the same time. So mm. um, there's a gem mine over there. I mean, it doesn't produce very many f- gems. Like it, mine right now produces like three gems a day, but I mean it's. You know, it's better than
0: zero it, gems for the whole time you're playing. Yeah, exactly.
1: And uh, and, and then uh, they have Clash games now, so they'll give you a certain amount of medals for completing a task. So, like, I just did one today. It's, like, loot a million Elixir in an hour. So I had to train up all my dudes and then within an hour loot a million Elixir. And I did it, and I got 300 medals for it. So then your whole clan contributes to getting all these medals. So... The, better, the more medals you get, you get bigger rewards. So uh, they have some good ones now. So they have potions now where you can instantly complete a troop upgrade or a building upgrade or power up your um, barracks so that troops get pumped out faster for an hour and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you can win cash prizes. So you can win like 1.2 million gold or elixir. Um, there's uh, a, there, gems. There's like a ton of stuff. So it's really, really, really easy to make loot in... Um, in uh, Clash of Clans now, which was my biggest complaint about it when I first started playing it a, uh, five years ago, which is yeah, yeah. It, it didn't. It was really really hard to save up money because you would farm for days and then you you would get looted, and, or you'd
0: farm for days and buy one thing and all, all, everything would be gone.
1: Yeah, so it's really easy to make loot now. Like I all four of my builders, like I'm really high level. I'm Town Hall eleven and it's like eight million gold to upgrade freaking anything. So um, I all four of my builders are always working. Like, I'm consistently making, like, ridiculous amount of money to be able to upgrade. Like, right, right now, I don't have a builder for, like, four days, and I have, like, five million gold. I'm like, what do I do with it? It's going to get yeah, looted. Yeah, I don't want to get looted and Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, Clash Clans is a lot of fun. Um, but uh, there's always this joke going around. It's like, oh, mobiles aren't real games, mobile games. Like, my, my fiance is like, oh, I'm a gamer girl. I play, um, I play, like, Boom Beach. It's like, you're not a gamer girl. You just, just sit down <laughs> right now. That's uh, funny. So, yeah, no, I, I tried getting her into Halo and we were finding through Halo 1 and then we got to Halo 2 first mission and she was like, F this game. And she's like, I'm done. Walking That's away. <laughs> but 2 was unforgiving as hell, so.
0: Oh, yeah. I feel like um, mobile games are, are good because, uh, you know, it, it gives more these people who, um, how do you say it, like don't have a console, you know. It's like my, my mom plays mobile games or um people who kind of my mom doesn't look down on video games at all like she's she doesn't care but you know people who were like oh video games are bad and corroding people's minds and stuff you know they're playing games on their phone you know it's uh yeah. i think it's a way for people to see a side of it that uh um they wouldn't normally get to see because they wouldn't go and buy an xbox so they don't have a pc that can run all of these big games so they just play it on on their phone it's it's the same as is playing it on anything just on a smaller smaller scale. And yeah,
1: that's kind of going back to what I said earlier too, is like now you're targeting non-gamers, right? Like my fiance, for example, not a gamer, but she plays Hay Day like, like she owns the farm and she's making her revenue from it. And it's like I'm like, what do you get from it? She goes, oh, I just gotta finish all these tasks. And she's like super addicted to this game. It's ridiculous. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it myself, but I would just go out and actually farm for real, because then I at least get it at like breakfast in the morning, I got a couple eggs, milk the cow, whatever. But... Um, work of your hands yeah. over your <laughs> um, but so yeah but uh, yeah mobile is definitely where it's what's uh, being targeted now to, to target non-gamers so yeah boom beach is another one I played that for maybe a year and a bit and then I kind of quit because I've yeah
0: I never played boom beach but speaking of um, going back to uh, farming yourself and doing your own thing I think uh, out of out of all video games that you kind of play I think uh. Uh, rts or strategy games are some of the best for um thinking or you know it's like it's almost like doing doing puzzles you know like people who do crossword puzzles or uh sudoku or anything like that it's kind of like it's that on a on a scale or you can like play against other people because you have to outthink and out uh smart other people or even other ai so i think it's one of the best games for for keeping you sharp and keeping you on your on your toes so uh that's why I like them so much, because when I play them, I feel like I'm actually accomplishing something, you know? where When you play, like, Call of Duty, I know you don't like Call of Duty, but when you play, like, a multiplayer match of Call of Duty and you win a few, I just feel like, you know, I don't, I just feel like, oh, I just played some Call of Duty. But if I conquer an entire kingdom and land, I just feel like, I am the Lord!
1: Yeah, yeah I, I hear what you're saying for sure. Like, even, like, I, I do play Call of Duty, but I just, I I've played it, and now I can say I don't like it. Whereas yeah. <laughs> you know, Heyday, I've never played it, but I don't like it. I don't, I you know, <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to I'm trying to stay ob- uh, objective to to COD because I've actually played it. But anyways, um, so yeah, games like COD or, or Halo or um, any other kind of FPS game, I guess for now. Yeah, when you win the match, it's like about a 10 second gratification for yourself. You're like, yeah, man, I kicked ass in that round. Like, I got, you yeah. know, this many kills, and uh, my KD's really good, or, oh, that kill I got was really cool. But, yeah, when you... um, Like, when you and I played Sea of Thieves yesterday, and we, like, completely wrecked those guys that, when they came back with the Skull Fort loot, like, like, I went to bed, and I'm like, man, we kicked ass. And then in the, in the morning when we got up, I was telling Brittany, my fiancé, about it. I was like, yeah, man, we, me and Cole just wrecked these guys. And, yeah, so, like, even... Mm-hmm the the gratification was way more than just like the little 10 second interval that you'd get at the end of like a cod match or a halo match
0: yeah i was i kept wanting to bring up um oh man now i forgot what it was uh during your story, but there was another oh divinity divinity um uh two uh i feel like that's almost kind of a, a strategy game as well just because of how difficult the uh the ai is but yeah those games you give you a lot of um um what's the word uh, you feel good afterwards after playing Gratification. you feel like you something and uh, Yeah.
1: Uh, um, that's a turn-based yeah. game though, isn't it?
0: What's that? Isn't that a turn-based game? Divinity 2? It is a turn-based game. It's it's not a it's not a real-time strategy. It's like uh I don't even know what that would fall under.
1: Turn-based. Uh, but it, it, Tur- there turn-based is a lot of strategy RPG?
0: elements to it. Turn-based
1: turn-based RPG probably.
0: Yeah, turn-based RPG. Ar- there there it is. Yeah. Oh. Turn-based RPG. Look at that. Look at you figuring it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything coming out this year that uh...
0: oh I was telling you about uh, Iron Harvest yeah yeah that's there's, right um, there's these these game developers okay so there's this artist I actually I it's funny cuz I I stumbled upon well some buddies of mine there they they'll always go to board game like we have uh, some friends and we always play board games it's like a board game night that we used to have and uh so we used to always go to this this nerdy board game shop and they had this board game with really cool art on it and i was like man i really like this art it's kind of like a like a steampunk but in um like uh how would you say like uh new america time so it's very like civil war era but there's these big steampunk machines uh in this this civil war painting and it's really beautiful on this game and then um I found the guy's art online. So I was looking up all of his pictures, really cool. And now these video game developers saw this guy's art. And they're like, we want to make a, an RTS based on his art. And it's called um, Iron Harvest. And these guys, just the way they talk about their game, I can't obviously recap too much of their uh, their trailer, but you should go check out the trailer for And they just talk yeah. about the how much they care about the game and how much they're playing it to try to make it like more fun and more challenging and uh they they definitely want to hit the right things they don't want to make this and and miss and be missing something they're trying to add in a little bit of everything to make it to make it sound really fun so iron harvest coming out i'll find out when. um
1: it's not there's no release date yet it just is 2018 for now but okay uh, well, at
0: least it's 2018 yeah but t- oh check out the art too i really wish i knew is it by i wish i knew the guy's name so i could i could plug him uh but yeah, just go check out Iron Harvest and then see if you can find the guy on. Um, I don't know, even know what sites there are. What What are some drawing sites like, Pinterest or something? Um.
1: Um. Oh man, it's escaping me. Like every everybody and their grandma's dog. Freaking, Tumblr. No, not Tumblr. It's uh D- dividend art.
0: Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. See if you can find it. Uh, I just looked up Iron Harvest art. And I want to see if I can find the guy. God. But yeah, there's just some really cool, really really cool pictures that the guy is uh guys drawn so and check out the trailer for the game it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and there's a development trailer too that just talks the creators talking about it and it, yeah it looks like it's going to be going to be a lot of fun if you're looking for new new rts is coming up
1: is the guy's name jacob rose rosowski
0: maybe oh ja- jacob rosowski yeah. yeah
1: he's but he's from the actual studio that's developing
0: yeah i think it's a younger guy who did it um I could be wrong. Oh, though. yeah, it is.
1: It is him. Because it says the real-time strategy game will be based on alternate history world created by Polish artist, Jakub Rozowski.
0: Okay, yeah, then that's him. Jakub Jacob, Jacob Rozowski. Oh, that's a funny way to spell Jakub. It is J- really. I was
1: going to say that. It's a really funny way to spell Jakub.
0: Yeah, I'm looking up on ArtStation. I can't remember. The, I think he's got his own website. But yeah, his art is just really cool. And it looks like it's going to be a fun RTS based on this guy's art. It's going to be just really awesome.
1: Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> I was just looking at that too. the The image is really cool. It looks like a hand painted um, image, and like yeah, it looks really cool. It's very period dated too. It looks nice.
0: Yeah, very like Civil War, but it looks like there's like some Russian aspects to it as well. Like a lot of snow and a lot of like uh, the style, like the trench coat and the hats and the armbands are very uh, yeah. The only very
1: the small. only critique I would say about this picture is that dog kind of looks like a cat. I don't know, but it it could go either way.
0: Are you looking at the bear one, the one where the the chick standing by the bear?
1: I'm um, looking at the one where she's standing beside the hayfield. It's like that's a. Su- just,
0: oh, I see what you mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the, I, as soon as you type in, uh, Iron Harvest, that's the first thing that comes up.
0: That's I think the main picture that that started everything was, was that one. It's a really cool picture too.
1: Yeah, that mecca is cool.
0: Yeah, so the game looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun coming to 2000, 2018, but. Yeah, so my recommendations for RTS is to check out. I will, I'll go over them again so you can you can hear. But yeah, definitely uh, uh, Age of Empires Two was really good. I played the third one as well, and the third one changed so much, kind of like Stronghold Crusader Two and One. But so I suggest Age of Empires Two, um, Stronghold Crusader, or any of the the or, or Older stronghold games are really great, and uh,
1: uh, so, yeah. sorry to cut you off. Age of Vampires is actually probably one you should start with because we have another Age of Vampires coming out. I think Age of Vampires Definitive Edition says initial release date February twentieth, two thousand eighteen. But uh,
0: so. oh yeah, I think they're doing. I don't know if that's an expansion or if that's a yeah. This looks like the original too. It just looks like a a, a buff up of the the Original just with some better graphics, and I think they're going to add some more stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, there's a couple more coming up this year. One called Anno, I think that's how you say it. Anno 1800, uh, it just says 2018, there's no set release date yet. Uh, Total War Arena, which already is should be out, it came out on February 22nd, 2018, and uh, Project Phoenix, which doesn't have a release date as well, just says 2018. So, uh, we check still those out.
0: Have a lot of uh, RTS's coming out.
1: No, everyone, like, I uh, Watch here, I'll type in mobile, mobile RTS games 2018 and we'll see what comes up, because it'll be, oh yeah, there's tw- top 25 RTS games coming out for, yeah, so there's, like like I said earlier, it's all being, um, po- uh, not ported, but pushed over to the mobile side because they're, they're going to get a way bigger player base, because, you know, let's be honest, when you got downtime at work, what are you going to do? You're going to play on your phone. No one wants to. Yeah, no no one's gonna be. You're gonna be either on Facebook or on YouTube or playing an RTS game. Let's be real.
0: Definitely. Um, Who who was it? Was it Brooke that was talking about uh, Jurassic World Evolution?
1: Uh, Brooks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like a a tycoon with Jurassic Park. But it looks pretty fun. But I don't know if it's really my type of. uh, It's it categorizing it as an RTS under my upcoming RTS's. But uh, it, it should be a fun strategy game to check out.
1: Totally. All right, I think we should uh, wrap this up. You know what? Actually, I'm going to use that hashtag from earlier, hashtag Girls Unite. I think I'm going to get a shirt made for that because we don't have enough female type shirts.
0: Oh, yeah. You want to get some ladies, just all lady listeners tweet out for uh, strategy games. Strategy? Strategy? <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, pretty much any female gamer can out strategize me because I'm just an awful strategizer for RTS games. Like even Clash of Clans, I'm even I'm just now five years in, kind of starting to get it in terms of strategy. So only
0: five years? Uh, only five years. Um, I, yeah. If you you got to get an RTS, we'll play one. We'll uh, we'll get on get online, get one, and we'll play it.
1: Well, I'm looking at this Command and Conquer Riddler three, and I might uh, check that out. So yeah. You-
0: Bring back your, bring back your roots. I think I still got it here, open somewhere.
1: Command
0: and Conquer. Command and Conquer.
1: And is it multiplayer? Uh, let's find out. I'm Oops. just looking. I can't really see. Oh my god, I can't play it. It's got violence in it. Uh oh. Yeah, no, my mom will say no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Artea, and RTA. It says multiplayer, so I assume it's got something. So. Browsing
0: multiplayer. All
1: right, guys. uh, Thanks a lot for listening to our podcast, and uh, let us know what you think on uh, RTS games—the ones we've talked about, or ones maybe we didn't mention. Yeah, I want to
0: hear. I'm I'm always looking for new RTSs. If we didn't mention one that you guys play, let let us know so that I can check it out.
1: For sure. And uh, female gamers, uh, comment with hashtag #FemaleGamersUnite, and uh, we'll get a shirt pumped out here. Uh, maybe in a week or so and actually we got our sh- a new shirt coming out I, sh- I texted it to you yesterday cole what did you think of yeah, that it looks awesome yeah it's uh it, it's gamer spirit uh, spirit of a gamer and it's a dude who has all the colors of the rainbow coming out and then there's uh different game characters it looks really cool um uh, i'm gonna get the file probably on monday and then we'll get we'll get it up on the shop here probably by tuesday so thanks a lot guys and uh yeah let us know your comments on our facebook page and stuff and we'll see you all in the next one bye-bye